Welcome to another episode of Public Health Speaks. Public Health Speaks is a podcast series brought to you by the National Public Health Information Coalition. With each episode, we explore the successes and challenges in public health communications and ways to tackle most pressing issues facing federal, state, and local jurisdictions. I'm your host, Tom Schaefer, and joining me today is Meredith Lee Vollmer. Meredith has been the the Risk Communication Manager with Seattle and King County Public Health since 2006. She is a Clinical Assistant Professor for Health Systems and Population at the University of Washington School of Public Health and has served on numerous national advisory roles for organizations. She's also active in the field of graphic medicine as a cartoonist and author of Graphic Public Health, a Comics Anthology and Roadmap, which sounds very interesting and maybe another podcast we want to do in the future. This year, she received the Award for Public Health Excellence from the Washington State Public Health Association. Meredith is going to provide us with insights on responding to the COVID-19 pandemic from a local public health perspective and how polling data from the Harvard Public Opinion Surveys have helped in how her agency was able to communicate health information during the pandemic. Welcome, Meredith. Thank you. Nice to be here. And as you know, NPHIC has joined with CDC, ASTO, and Harvard to conduct these various polls. We've been doing that for, you know, the past couple of years. And one thing that we've been exploring this past year extensively is trust. So obviously building trust with your constituents as you provide important health information is a critical element during a crisis. The Harvard polls have looked at this, you know, and explored how much the public trusts local, state, and federal agencies to provide accurate information. And we have found, you know, thankfully, there is a solid foundation of trust in public health agencies. But trust has declined since a peak in early 2021. And so what we want to explore, particularly, you know, since you're at the local level, what has been your experience in navigating through the pandemic and building trust with your constituents? Yeah, well, I have to say um, one of the the real values for us with, with getting some of the Harvard Opinion Poll data is knowing that we still have some trust, right? Going, you know, prior to that, we felt pretty confident that as a agency that we were well-trusted within our community and consistently public health agencies at the local level, state level, have always had a lot of trust. And then, you know, COVID hits and we've been through various degrees of warm acceptance from our public to, you know, much more recently, what we see, particularly on our social media channels, of course, has been much more contentious um, and it feels much more oppositional when we look at the comments and so forth. So it's hard for us to be able to take a step away from that and and see the bigger picture that there is still trust in the local health agency. And so honestly, just knowing that has been really reassuring because it sometimes can be hard to tell, especially when your day-to-day is looking at those comments and you don't always hear from the people who still have a lot of trust. Yeah, that's one of the things we found is, you know, we sit back and we hear all the negative things and we just wonder if anybody out there cares what we have to say anymore. And at least in the Harvard uh, polls, we've seen that. I mean, they started out in 2021 that CDC was at 59%, you know, where there was a great deal of trust. State was 43%, local was 41 
but we've seen that come down and you know it's 47% now for CDC state is 35% locals 36 but what we found you know is that you know in that core of people that have that great deal of trust in us it is still there and um, they look to public health for all this information those people that are uncertain about public health primarily cite the political influence and what they feel are conflicting recommendations as a reason for that distrust. And with the media often paying attention to politics and and changing recommendations uh, that we've had over the past couple of years, is there anything you've done to try and counter that? Well, I think the best thing that we can do, particularly we're in the pockets where there is more distrust is really think about how is it that we can connect better, have stronger relationships with the entities in our community that are more trusted. Um, and so we've put a lot more effort into working with a lot of the community partnerships, expanding who we consider community partners, reaching out to groups that we might not have ever worked with before in parts of our county where we know that they're much less trustful of the health department. Um, and for our communications teams, that means really thinking about how do we center what we're hearing from the community and, and be as responsive to that as, as we can be. I think we often come with our own assumptions about what people need to hear. And sometimes we're missing some of the key questions that they're asking because we've assumed they've already heard information or, or it just hasn't occurred to us. An example of that is um, we've just recently heard that there's been some confusion in the community about whether the flu vaccine or the COVID vaccine works for RSV and people are hearing about RSV and more concerned about it. And so because we have staff that are in more community listening places, we could get that information and try and clarify that much more quickly. And often having that information go through these community partners rather than directly from us is a way in which they can say, we got this information from the health department and here's what the health department says. And that helps build credibility, I think, among those members of our community who already trust those leaders. Sure. So as far as like the political end of it, did you have any trouble there, you know, with local officials wanted to speak instead of the public health people in your agency? I have to say we've been really fortunate here in King County, Washington, that, you know, our elected officials have really backed us. And I think that's made a world of difference. Certainly the mayors, the county executive, the governor have really been supportive of public health measures. I know that's not true across the board in our state. Certainly, it's not been the case um, elsewhere in the nation, but we've been really fortunate in that way. I think our greatest challenge was because we dealt with the first identified case of COVID came through our county into the county north of us through the airport, through travel, um, and was somebody who worked in our county. And then we had the first outbreak and the first deaths from COVID. And, and that was an incredibly difficult time for our communications team, just trying to deal with the intensity of media interest. And, and what we didn't anticipate was that at the federal level, that we'd have a president who was countering what we were saying. And, you know, that was just not part of our communications plan. So that was more challenging. So. As far as the polls are concerned, how would you say they have benefited you and your ability to respond and communicate about the pandemic? Yeah, I think these kinds of national polls have been really helpful in helping to focus our work. 
so that we can really, you know, sometimes you're, you're taking your best gut feeling about how people are doing, but especially when you're in the thick of it and you may just be hearing from the most vocal folks that it's, it's hard to get a picture of where people are at. And so we've used um, opinion poll data to help us construct personas for some of our campaign work, which has been really helpful so that we can think about who are the folks who we're most likely to be able to connect to, to influence, you know, where are they on the fence, and to really focus our efforts based on the poll data, on what would seem to move folks who are on the fence, and, and focus our efforts there. Oftentimes, you know, we know for the people who are, you know, not likely to, for instance, get vaccinated, if that's what they report, then we we don't worry about focusing our campaign materials at them because we know campaigns are probably not the way to reach them. Working through other channels that we're working with more connected entities who are trusted already, that's going to be more useful. So when we're thinking about communications campaigns, we'd rather create personas based on the data about what the people who are most likely to be moved, what speaks to them. Well, Meredith, our time is, is really going fast. I had one other quick question for you. I know burnout has become an issue in public health and the agencies. And how have you been able to deal with COVID now for nearly three years and at the same time maintain your sanity? I mean, it has been really hard. Obviously, I think for everybody, I, I had the opportunity to go to a meeting with other folks from NIFIC and sharing stories with them and feeling like these people really understand me. That was great. I think having a really supportive team within our health department, sometimes it feels kind of like what you hear about with combat soldiers, where we're doing it for each other. But, you know, the burnout is really difficult finding, you know, as we're coming out of this, searching for the things where I can get re-energized, for instance, you know, connecting with new folks to work with and trying to get creative to whatever degree we can. There hasn't been much space for that, but that is what I think feeds me, feeds members of my team. So it's, you know, just that camaraderie and trying to find places where we can find some kind of communications work that makes us feel excited again. It's hard. Well, thanks so much, Meredith, for joining us today. And please join us next time as we continue to address important and timely issues relevant to public health communication professionals around the country. If you like the show, please share it with your colleagues and, and you have comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at nphic.org. That's info at nphic.org. The show is a product of the National Public Health Information Coalition. For Public Health Speaks, I'm Tom Schaefer. Thanks for listening. Thank you.